Hey everybody, it's John and it's time for the Jmart cast for Monday, January, is it 9th or 10th? 10th, Monday, January 10th. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, friends and family. Speaking of family, I have two important guests today. I have my mom and my dad. First, uh, welcome to the J-Mart cast, mom and dad. Hi. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I just thought that we would do a different kind of episode today instead of me complaining about the government. I could just uh, interview my mom and dad, and they agreed to do so. So this will be a fun experiment. So first, we'll just start with everyone's names. So Mama Mart, also known as... What's your name, first name? Uh, my first name is Susanna and last name is Haira Petian, but I, after my marriage, I became Marty Rosian. Nice. Very good. What about you, Dad? So I am Armen Marty Rosian. And um, in, Ar- in, a, in Armenia, when, like here in Canada, they have middle names, right? So for uh, middle names in Armenia, it's different, right? You don't, you're not given a middle name. How does it work? Can you explain, Mom? Uh, we usually we don't get a middle name and um, uh, just one name. <laughs> uh, actually, instead of middle name, we have our father's name. So, for example, my first name will be Armen and father's name Vaniki Martirosian. And for Susanna, it would be uh, Susanna Hovanesi Hairapetian. Thank you. So, yeah, so um, you take your father's name and then you conjugate the the name to say of that name, right? So if I were to translate my name to English, I could say it's Hovanes or John of Armen, but in our in Armenian would be Armeni, and then my last name, Martyrosian. Is that right? Yeah, that's the way. <laughs> okay, good, good. And then um, let's see, what year were you born, Ma? Can you? Is it okay for you for me to ask that? It's okay if you don't want to answer. Sure. I don't mind at all. Uh, I born 1966, 29 of July, actually, 1966. And what about you, Dad? Uh, 1st of March, 1963. 1963. That was the year of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Do you remember it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that, (laughs) like today. (laughs) Okay. What happened in 66? Was there any big major event in 66? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Prob- too small to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some Korean War or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, Ma, you have a pretty big family. How many How many siblings do you have? Uh, I'm coming with from the big family. I have five sisters, including me. It's six of us in my family and six girls. Six beautiful <laughs> girls. <laughs> And dad, do you have a slightly smaller family? What, how many brothers and sisters do you have? So we have a half of that. So I have one brother and one sister. So including me, we'll be three kids. Mm-hmm. And you're the uh, you're the youngest or middle? Uh, I'm the youngest one. What about you, Ma? Where 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 do you stand in the, in the six? I am the fourth one in the family. Fourth one in chronological order, but number one in all our hearts. <laughs> in your hearts, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, and then um, you guys had a smaller family, just two kids. I guess uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about was 
when I was born, that was the year 88. And was there the uh, big earthquake that happened in Armenia? Was that the same year that I was born or was it the following year? That was the same year after you born. You were in September and December 7th. Uh, it was the 1988. 1988. It happened the earthquake and you were only three months old. Mm-hmm. And I remember you sometimes say that like you could feel the earthquake in Armenia, in Yerevan. So that we were in the city of Yerevan. It happened in a different city called Spitak. Is that right? Spitak. So 120 kilometers away, another city called Spitak translated to white. And uh, that city was leveled basically from the uh, from the earthquake, right? Yeah, basically it was uh, everything was down in uh, town of Spitak. Uh, the second largest town was at that time it was called uh, Leninakan. Now it's called Gyumri. Like all the high buildings and four five story buildings were down. Mm-hmm. Only the house stays. And there is another third largest city, Kirovakan. Maybe 25% of Kirovakan was uh, down. Did you know anybody that died from there, from, from the earthquake? Uh, nobody from our relatives, even though I have relatives from my mom's side in that area. But nobody died. But uh, for that, ta- that time, so three days I was in... Uh, in uh, Gyumri in Leninakan and one day I was in Spitak uh, helping uh, people to get uh, their uh, lovely ones, their relatives uh, uh, from the, the rubble. Uh, rubble, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. it was very bad experience, I would say. I, I don't want anybody to see or to feel that experience that I had. Yeah, that would be pretty bad seeing all the destruction people losing their stuff and then helping them uh, get whatever little bit they could put together to get to a safe place i'm sure that would be pretty difficult Mm -hmm. at the time when when it's happened uh, the earthquake uh, i was giving you a bath like we could feel how the water is going up and down and it's going right and left Uh so that's how we find out uh, like it's earthquake earthquake the earthquake was happening. You yeah. you knew it was happening because as a, you were giving me a bath, you yeah. could feel the water shaking in the yeah. bathtub. Yes, that's right. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then before um, before my brother Nadik was born four years later, before that happened, uh, then the Soviet Union collapsed. Right, that was in between the 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 two of our births, and then so. Can you describe the day, do you remember, like the day it was announced that you were going to be a, Armenia was going to be a separate republic? What what happened that day? Do you remember it all? So it started much earlier, actually 1989, and then it continued all the way to 1991, and eventually our uh, parliament decided we are not going to be part of Soviet Union anymore. Uh, we celebrated, but unfortunately, after that, started the war <laughs> with Azerbaijan. So that freedom didn't last too long. That happiness didn't yeah. last too long. And then it came like dark days, uh, without light, without water, without heat. 
anyway, another four or five years of without anything, basically. <laughs> yeah, standing long lineup for the bread. And yeah, anyway, so many people, they feel that. So I don't want to go back. <laughs> right. So um, there was a movement for many years starting like, I guess, just slightly after I was born for a breakup of the Soviet Union and independency between all the republics. And then uh, it all kind of started to precipitate in the early 90s. And I guess in 91 was when it was announced that we were a separate republic. And then immediately after that, there was disputed like um, regions between Armenia and Azerbaijan. So the war started. And then in 92, my brother Nadek was born. <laughs> and then in that time, we had to, I guess, uh, go through a few years. When did the war end? 96? Uh, 95. 95. Okay. And the... 94 or 95? 94 or 95. Okay. We'll, we'll split the difference. <laughs> 94, let's yeah. say. And then, um, so two years after my brother was born, the war ended. And that was a favorable end to the war for Armenia at that time. Um, but uh, even with that happening... There was uh, energy shortages, right? Because uh, you didn't have electricity available during every, like the whole day, just special hours, right? Or uh, or there was not electricity available and you had to know somebody to get hook up a connection, something like that. <laughs> it's only two hours. Uh, like during the day, 20, it's between 24 hours. We got only two hours and it could it like there wasn't any schedule it could be midnight it could be in the morning like you have to prepare everything you have to be ready when the electricity is coming within these two hours you have to do your laundry your cooking and you have to finish everything within these two hours wow <laughs> yeah i remember that we would have uh big uh bins that we would fill up with water yes. and then uh as soon as it would turn on, we would start filling up as much as we could and, until it stopped, I guess. Yeah, until it stopped. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, there was bread lines too, um, lines for gas, right? There wasn't any gas at all. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any gas at all. Okay. <laughs> there was a gas. We didn't have a car. We don't know. <laughs> Okay, but then when did we leave Armenia? We left in 97, 98? 97, yeah, 97. 97, we left and we went to Ukraine in 97. Uh -huh. and, uh, yeah, we were in Ukraine for three months. Then after three months, we went to Moscow and we stayed in Moscow for another three years until 2020 when we were granted our uh landed immigration status to canada and there you go we are here it's already or you said 2020 no two, uh 2000 yeah okay uh -huh. so it is already so this year is gonna be like 22 years mm -hmm. since we are here in canada mm -hmm. long time. enjoying our life <laughs> <laughs> yeah no longer have to uh stand in line for bread and <laughs> and have to and be ready for electricity to turn on <laughs> at random times. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's good. We we've come a long way. 
although there's uh, some some shortages happening in the in the grocery stores right now slowly <laughs> but it's it's not as bad i guess i remember when we were in canada after a couple years or three years after one year there was uh, after three years, uh, there was a blackout and everybody was pa- uh, panicking in um, maybe 24 hours. Nobody had any electricity. Everybody was panicking and uh, it's, it wasn't funny for us <laughs> because... Well, we knew what to do, I guess. We, yeah, we, exactly. We, weren't le- we were less panicking. <laughs> exactly. We were less panicking because <laughs> we went through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was 2004. I can't remember no. exactly, but two thousand two. Yeah, some early two thousands. Yeah, there was a big blackout. It affected all of like the northeast, uh, like Toronto, New York, everything. Let's see what else. Uh, so, but sometimes you have like you have pretty good memories of the times you grew up in the Soviet Union, right? You like it's not like. You you weren't like repressed or anything in a, in a major way while you while you lived there. Like you you could still get the education you wanted and um, pursue like a, a career in something that you got the education in, right? So what what you both got educated in, in university? Can you tell me a little bit about that? So I finished. Uh, it's called uh, Yevan State University of Armenia. Applied mathematics five year uh, in nineteen eighty five and right after I started to work as a software engineer in uh, Arm Electromash uh, big factory. Uh, first day of my work, I met my lovely wife, <laughs> <laughs> and everything started from there. <laughs> excellent, excellent. That's that's great. Ma, how do you remember that? Was that as was that as uh, good for you? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I finished uh, Yerevan Polytechnic Institute, and I was studying in the evening, and I was working um, in the morning. Uh, so we, that's how he, we met, and he started the work, and that's how we met. Our relationship became serious, and after maybe two years or two, a, years. two years, we we got married. Mm-hmm. And the rest is the... Yeah, and the rest is history. And nine months after they got married, I was born. (laughs) Oh, sorry, it was 10 months. (laughs) Let's get the facts right. (laughs) Okay, okay. And then, so when you were working your first job, um, you were working with computers, right, Dad? And it was like big computers that were like size of uh, rooms and you had punch cards for the computers, like the old style, basically. Can you describe that a little bit? Yeah, basically it was, uh, now we call it main, now we call it mainframe computer. So uh, and, uh, uh, it was, yeah, it, we call it YS system. And uh, Susanna was working as an operator with these computers and uh, uh, I could see like all these like big cylinders and the tape that she was changing and moving around up uh, back and forward lots of running around and punching with these cards everything yeah 
-huh. that was interesting time <laughs> to live but still it was uh, like same programming <laughs> uh -huh. interesting job i like it okay i like that you're taking my questions and just turning them about how you were just like watching my mom at, <laughs> at work <laughs> i said talk about That's the true, actually. <laughs> i said talk about the computers it was like yeah i was watching her do the punch cards <laughs> <laughs> what kind of work were you doing there at that time Ma? do you remember it was it like uh administrative or did you have to do uh, besides administrative did you do any other computer programming no i wasn't doing programming i was working with programmers i was getting some instructions from them they were writing the program and they were asking me to implement i was doing basically implementation and oh cool Wow. Okay. So it's kind of interesting because you're doing implementation now with your job. Okay. Cool. 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 And like, when, like, what did you think was happening when the, like, after I was born and there was a lot of, um, I guess, uh, talk around people like uh, wanting to maybe separate so from the Soviet Union. What was your thinking at the time? Did you want, were you thinking that that was the right thing for everybody to try to do? Or like, did you think that like Armenia would be better off if they were separate from the union as a, as a, as a separate country? Or did you have like strong opinions at the time? Uh, I think my strong opinion was uh, Armenia. It's a separate country. That was my strong opinion, and I, it was the right thing to do. Yeah, it was everybody's strong opinion to be separate from Soviet Union, to go on our way, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and we did it. Right, right. But then, even though now it's like a separate country, they are very dependent in many ways on like Russia for maintaining their their independence so are they really independent if they have to depend on somebody to keep that independence <laughs> right uh right now we are fighting for our independence that's all i can say yeah that's the main goal and uh that's even though it's 22 years we are living outside of our country but still we are living uh, with our country Yeah, Armenian people never forget their uh, their homeland. They're tied to it. I don't know, just in a strong way, more so than other other places. Maybe at least they like to say claim so. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, is it reasonable to want to be independent if you can't control your border or like uh, defend the borders, right? Uh, in the world, there are so many like small countries, even smaller than Armenia and weaker than Armenia. Still, they have the independence, right? Why couldn't we? Yeah. It's it depends how we uh, have our mind uh, set up our mind. What is the independence for us? Because mm -hmm. many people they don't they they think differently. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are surrounded with. Mm -hmm. And you can have a good relationship with everybody mm -hmm. and uh, you can build strong and independent country. Mm -hmm. It's just a wish. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that wish, but you know, the, the, na uh, the neighbors of like Armenia right now are, are Turkey, Azerbaijan, Georgia, and, and Iran. 
So there's four countries. Only one of those countries Armenia has a positive relationship with. They're surrounded by three countries with very negative relationships. With Iran and Georgia, they have a very good relationship. It's only Turkey and uh, Azerbaijan, unfortunately, because uh, in Azerbaijan, in Turkey, uh, even in the kindergarten, they they teach them like your enemy is Armenian. That's the problem. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the problem, unfortunately. Uh, Unlike in our country, we don't teach like that. Why do you think they hate us so much? Why why are they like uh, why are they teaching their children from like a young school age to grow up hating Armenian people? Is there any like reasonable answer to that question? I don't know. They never teach us <laughs> to kill Azerbaijani people, and uh, even so, we never hate them. Unfortunately, diplomacy. The, like yeah, diplomacy? yeah, diplomacy with good diplomacy. Maybe it's um, gonna open the border because border were closed. So the borders are closed currently, and you're and you're hoping that with better communication and better yeah, diplomacy between the nations, we can open some uh, trade or whatever and mm-hmm. and build better relations. Mm-hmm. Only, uh, only it's like everywhere. Uh, there are some uh, maybe countries uh, who doesn't want to have like peace everywhere. It is, uh, they want to have everywhere or in some places some uh, uh, like hot spots mm-hmm. so they can uh, take advantage of these spots. Yeah. So you feel like maybe Armenia is, is better for some other powerful countries to have a destabilized Armenia that can't be prosperous because if they're destabilized and, you know, fighting their enemies with are, are being enemies with the their border mates then uh, they're easy to take advantage of by selling guns and influence yeah exactly exactly so would you say that about russia mr putin don't worry we're not we're not talking about you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, it's it's obvious. It's obvious, but uh, some people they have to see it and they have to uh, say it out loud. Some people they see it, but they close their eyes mm-hmm. and they say, "No, this is not the reason." And uh, I don't know how to explain. <laughs> For me, is peace in the world is uh, gonna be best for everybody, for everybody. But uh, what can I say? Uh, human greediness uh, has no limits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, greed is a good, uh, it's a strong motivator for sure. A lot of action gets taken through uh, through that emotion, through greed. Um, but that's a, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe if you're greedy for yourself, then uh, you can you can do be- better, more good for the world if you're greedy. Maybe that if it, it could be incentivized that way. Maybe I don't it know. Depends. Uh, uh, you're greedy for yourself, but not uh, behalf of the other people, right? Yeah, yeah. If it's behalf of the uh, uh, other people, then no, it's not gonna work. 
Yeah. So not yeah, greedy for yourself, not at the expense of other people. Or expense, look behind. Yes. Yeah. If 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 it's not at the expense of other people, it could be. It could be that you're by being greedy for yourself, it's on behalf of other people because you can make yourself as as uh, I don't know strong or as as potent at anything that you want to do as possible, and then use that to uh, to make the world around you better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's why I've been talking to you guys a lot about Bitcoin recently, right? Is I'm trying to maybe uh, explain to you guys how what Bitcoin's doing is it's trying to use the power of greed to use that as like a weapon to um, put everyone together, to unite everybody into one, because. It's a it's a free and open network for anybody to join. And if you join, there's usually some sort of benefit to you. So if you're if you can be greedy for yourself for, to to like uh, looking out for yourself to, you know, to benefit yourself by joining the network. But in doing so, then you make the network stronger, you make it more resilient and you make it better. And so everyone together uh, benefits from doing that. I'm not sure if I've been able to, like, explain to you how exactly it, it, turn, it turns out like that. But you guys are good parents and have have been trusting me in in my <laughs> in my uh, I don't know explanation and and taking you through through the journey. I don't know. Do you have any questions about it for me for like uh like Bitcoin something you don't understand that you wanted to answer to? Hey, you try to actually many, many people they try to explain. So I have some idea. I got some good ideas, but. Uh, I just uh, rely on your uh, knowledge and the experience. And uh, whenever you say uh, it's time to buy, I just buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've, not, I've been telling you to buy low and sell high. No selling so far, only buying low. And uh, there was the first uh, or last year when it like went up to 65,000. And then it dropped down to 30. It like really scared you, right? Because it went like less, more than 50% drawdown. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so that's been happening a lot. But then now that it went down more than 50% and went back up, so was it 65 down to 30? It went up all the way to 69. And now it's back down to 40. Are you less scared this time around now that you've seen the big volatility up and down? Or, or is it still the same feeling of fear? Uh, no, right now I can see the pattern. So how it is working, like going too much up and coming down and uh, like uh, make uh, making some uh, some adjustments. So I can see how this pattern is working. Uh, now I'm more comfortable. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. And then uh, I guess... The one th thing about it is like you can you understand the concept of like there's only 21 million so that if you have some portion of it, then that portion doesn't get diluted. And that's a major advantage over regular money because that total amount of to regular money is constantly being added to more and more and more and more. So the amount that you have is is getting diluted and you're unable to save. You, you understand that part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. That's why I got into this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And then, so maybe it's the part, do you, it's, it's whether you trust that, that that's, that's an important rule. So how do we trust that that rule is maintained, right? Like 
how do we know for sure that someday someone someone's not going to be like, well, now it's going to be forty two million, not twenty one. Like, is is that something that you like worry about? Like, think about question. Like, what is your main like worry that it's what if this is all fake? What if this this is not real? What if it's it's all it's all it's all going to zero? <laughs> what is your main worry about it? Like, how could it happen? Is do you have something like that, or do you just generally worry that it could go to zero? Uh. That's why I have a uh, uh, diversification. Diversification. Da- diversification. So, uh, like, uh, f- one of the first things we learn in Canada, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm playing a little bit safe. Yeah. I have from both sides, from uh, uh, saving for my retirement uh, with the Bitcoin mm-hmm. or with the banks as well but uh, anyway that's my strategy so if I lose I don't lose everything it's not possible to lose like all of them yeah and that's very smart because you are let's say different from someone who's younger you have a lower time horizon in terms of how far into the future you need to look out for so because you have that lower time horizon it makes a lot more sense for you to be diversified and make sure that if something happens to one portion of your portfolio then it's only just a small portion and everything else is fine that's that's very smart exactly yeah you just have to know what the system is and and play within the system know the game play yeah <laughs> know the rules and play play within the rules yeah the the only thing you need to know right now in terms of finances is don't invest in bonds bonds are the worst in money investment you could possibly do right now like because uh, well, we've explained it many times, but yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, whatever amount, uh, like whatever money you're paying, let's say a bond is similar to like a mortgage loan, right? Like whatever money you're paying, you're 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 borrowing now for the loan is going to be a lot more valuable than what you pay near the end of the loan. So it, it makes a lot more sense to have the money now than to, <laughs> and pay it later. <laughs> so if you're paying it late, if you're getting it, if you're receiving it later, you're you're basically a sucker. <laughs> Anyways, we did an uh, we did a half hour, so that's pre- that's pretty much the regular length of the ep- of these episodes. So thank you very much for joining me. Is there any final thoughts you wanna you wanna say for this episode for the first episode that you're on? Uh, no, thank you very much for inviting us uh, one of your uh, broadcasts and uh, having us as a guest. <laughs> asking us questions i hope uh, you aren't uh, that uh, disappointed with our in our answers not at all not at all mom i just want to say i'm so proud of you <laughs> thanks <laughs> classic mom thing to say <laughs> i appreciate it i'm very proud of you too all right thanks everybody for joining me if you want to reach out you can hit me up on social media twitter instagram at jmartfit send me an email through newsletter at jmartfit.com and be active, stay healthy, be grateful. Jmart out.